Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome everyone to another episode of IGN Unfiltered, our monthly interview series where I have the privilege to sit down with the best, brightest, most fascinating minds in the games industry. And today my guest is Joseph Farris from Hazelight Studios. His new game is A Way Out, which uh, when this airs, the game will be out. Yeah. Uh, we're recording it just before mm. the game comes out. But Joseph, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me here and thanks for this presentation. I feel like proud to be announced like that. Well, I, I, that's my job. I do yeah, my yeah, best. Okay. So, so, you, so you're not be really being honest. You're just saying it. <laughs> no, I'm, you, you've known <laughs> I'm me long joking. enough. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about Brothers, Tale yeah. Two Sons, your first game. But yeah. Normally, with these things, I like to, you know, we go through your whole career. I love seeing the process of how mm. you get to where you are. Yeah. But everybody knows you right now, yeah. not just for a way out, but for uh, some things you said on the Game Awards. Uh, so just to refresh people, and maybe even refresh you, All right. I wanted to, we're going to roll that tape. Yeah, just sure, let's so do here's, it. Here's Joseph Forrest at the Game Awards in December. <laughs> yeah, Astronauts for that uh, announcement. Uh, now I'm here with Joseph Ferris from Hazelight. Joseph, uh, you were at the first Game Awards back 2014 uh, announcing something named Codename Hazelight. Now we know it's a way out. It's coming out uh, next year. Uh, so how does it feel to be back at the Game Awards four years later? Look at me, man. How do I look? It's like, <laughs> I'm telling you this. Okay. There are, ex there are like passionate My people, voice there are is crazy all gone, people. Man. <laughs> I'm so passionate to be here. I'm so excited to be and meeting this industry. Yes. People. It's crazy, man. Like, look, this is, this is kind of insane. Like, we're here, we're serving this. Look, the Oscars should fuck themselves up. This is the shit. I'm telling you, this is, this is the real shit. What is this? The interactive gaming. Look, I'm just saying this. Let, let me tell you. Sorry, I'm taking. Uh, let me just good. give me a minute. Uh, I want to take your time. Look. Okay, can you swear here? Can, can you swear? swear? Okay. Oh, Fuck the swear. Oscars, you know. <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. Fuck you. I'll tell you. I'm just like, this is bullshit. Look, here's the thing. The gaming industry is an interactive experience. Because oh, you, you feel it in your heart. You a lot of films, and now you're in sorry. games. Yeah. Right? You know, I, I've done six well, features, right? but I don't yeah. care. But okay, we're here to talk about a way out. Let's do yes. that. Yeah, yeah, let's get into your game. I'm sorry, right, I'm, so. a little bit, no, no, I'm, I'm a little bit jet-lagged. So that's why I'm a bit... Uh, and I'm excited. So, Joseph, a way out. Co-op yeah, yeah. game, you, sh you, you showed it at E3, yeah. people are excited about it, you got a new clip of it tonight, what can you tell us about what Ooh. we're going to see tonight? What can I tell you? Yeah. My friend, I'm telling you. Yeah. Alright, this is what I can tell you, look. This is insane, if, if the whole world tell me mm -hmm. your game is shit, I'll tell them, no, it's not. Right. Uh, that's how much I believe in it. Okay. Alright? I'm telling you, like, if you play the game from oh the beginning God, to the end, and you see oh. what it is, it's impossible you don't like it. Okay. Impossible. Make sure to play with a friend that's not a run and gun split screen yeah. shooter. And your friend can play with with you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. This is the thing. Now I remember yeah. what. This is my idea. Have. Doesn't have anything with the EA shit going on yeah. with the loot box and stuff. Okay. No. Yeah. Look, look, look. I'm gonna say to you one thing. I'm gonna say to you one thing. <laughs> EA has been very good to me. Yes. And and uh, to be honest with you, they're getting because it's nice to hate EA, blah blah. I don't care about that shit. What I'm saying is this: 
all publishers fuck up sometimes, you know? Yeah. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. They fuck up. Yeah. But that's what it is. Like, in this case, it's like they've been treating me very well. That's right. what I'm saying. This means I have 100% of the income to my team for the game I'm doing, you know? And it's coming so we, soon, right? Yeah, it's coming. I'm talking too long. That's let okay. Talk a little. <laughs> I know. It's like we, we got a long show, guys. We got to be fair to everybody. Yeah, let me, Come let on. me, let me right. continue a little bit. This is, right. this is my time to shine, man. You know how proud I am to be in this. <laughs> you flew a long way. I know you did. Yeah. All right. Okay, all right. Oh my so, god. <laughs> let's just unpack this for a minute. Have you yeah. seen that since? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have seen yeah, that yeah, since? Okay, yeah. so uh, did you know what you were going to say? Did you, or did no, you have a plan th going up? This there? is the thing with me. Like, I never plan anything. I don't write script. I don't have well, that. Well, you know, you storyboarded your whole game. You wrote your yeah, whole game. But you not, wrote your movies. But, but here's the thing if I write <laughs> what I say, I, I get like, I, I can't. And yeah. that, the problem is that sometimes, like, in my head, I have all these things to say but they come out weirdly. So with the fuck the Oscar thing is because I've heard earlier, and it's not almost like you have a discussion in your own yeah. head. Like I've heard earlier before, like people talking about, yeah, this is like the games, Oscars, and this and that. I'm like, fuck that, man. We're, this is great. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah. It's not like I particularly have something against the Oscars. You <laughs> no, know you're what a I mean? filmmaker. Yeah, I'm a filmmaker, <laughs> but it was like great. But I actually, I forgot to announce what we were supposed to announce. It was the, the Friends The co-op token, yeah. Yeah, and I was flying in, like, I like, have been sleeping maybe like, I don't know, maybe two hours something. Like I was like, oh, like jet lag and everything. But <laughs> did you but, have a drink too, or were there any? <laughs> I mean, I, I I had like beers, but it wasn't like I was shit faced or something like that. But you know, it was like. It was fun. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, so <laughs> I feel a little bit sorry about what, Jeff. <laughs> well, you could see, like, so as as someone who, I mean, I've never hosted anything like the Game Awards, like yeah, Jeff yeah, does, yeah. but I kind of feel for Jeff a little bit in that yeah. situation. He's like, he's trying to, he's probably got his producers in his ear going, "Get move forward, <laughs> let's go, let's go." But, um, but it's at the same time, it's great moment, man. I mean, like, sometimes you need to fuck up, you know. Well, yeah. Did, so, yeah. did uh, have you talked to Jeff since then? Either like, yeah, after... yeah we, we talked on Twitter a little bit and stuff like that. I mean. <laughs> I, I think are then, you good with it? Is he mad at you? Or are you good? No, with it? no. I mean, he's a super cool guy. I think you like created when, a viral, you created a viral moment for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it, there was a lot of like views on this and stuff. So it's I, at the end of the day, it was good. Well, that's the thing. That's actually I wanted to point out. If you haven't already looked at this, oh shit, uh, it worked. So I looked up the Google oh, wow. Trends. This is this is you. Uh, so the game's down here, or uh, rather, uh, you're down here, and this is this is the game. We can maybe put this up later and edit, okay. but because this is a horrible printout. But this is your Google Trends search. Oh, yeah. uh, for a way out, oh, and shit. like they the printed badly, but you know, E3, it's announced, it spikes, yeah. and then guess oh, I'll give wow. you one guess as to what that <laughs> giant spike is right there. Oh, we got it. There yeah, it is. So yeah, that is crazy. That's the Game Awards. Yeah, that's so crazy. it worked. That's crazy. You yeah, know, you raised but awareness. Here, here's the thing. Like this is not a. I mean. Like it, it's it's this is not a PR stunt or something like that. Like I don't plan these things. No, they this is you. Happen. I've yeah, known this you is long me. enough. Like I've been I've been on shows where I start to flex with my chest all of a sudden. So I I don't, I don't know what happens. So I sometimes like when I do like I've I've, I've done some shows in Sweden like with a movie. Where they tell yeah. me like you want to come here and rehearse and stuff. So yeah, I said to them like interview. no, just let me be and we see yeah. what happens. And, uh, well, that's yeah. good. You're on the right show for that. IGN yeah. Unfiltered. That's, that's perfect. I can say whatever I want. Did, to say. Uh, did did any of your EA PR Nothing. representatives kind of start to get a little hot under the yeah, collar? I mean, they, 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 they yell at you after that? No, 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 no. Nobody look. Good. Me, I mean, look at me. Do you think I have a script and what I say? Nobody yells at me. Look, I, I'm, I passionately believe in what I do. You really this do. What, this is that. what it is, and I and I keep doing it. Nobody will tell me what to do. Whoever, I, I'd rather be on the street on and not doing the game I believe in.
Yeah. So, so I don't, so nobody told me anything. I would say the opposite. I've been having support. And, and at the end of the day, of course, some people felt like, oh, who is this crazy guy? But I, I feel like most people liked it. It was like a fun moment, something yeah, that well, was like. Yeah, well, and you know, you and I were talking the, before we got in here, too. You got, you know, because your game came out again, this, when this airs, the game will already be out. Yeah. You, know, you had, you had uh, Sea of Thieves releasing right near you, you had Far Cry 5 right there. You, it's tough to stand out, right? There's so many games out all the time. So, I, you know, if you have that. Uh, X factor of just you, Joseph being I, Joseph. Yeah, I, I it doesn't guess. hurt, right? But yeah, I, I guess it is. But for me, like being compared to those games, like, we pretty much have their coffee budget. Like, <laughs> so it's crazy that being compared with those big titles. Because like when I look at the like games coming out in eighteen, the one to look forward to, A Way Out is one of them, which is great. Yeah. But you don't want to mix up people think this is a triple A title. It's more of a. Maybe double A or something. It's more indie development, actually. I mean, right. we start as 10 people, grow to 40, and right. so on. So. so, all right, we'll get to but more. yeah, I'm super excited. We'll get to more of a way out later. But now, yeah. now take a walk back with me. I want to get back here Let's and go. understand. So, uh, did you play? Were you a gamer as a kid? Did you oh. play games as a kid? I've been a huge hardcore gamer since I was, like, probably the first console we got. I think it was an, uh, an old Atari in Lebanon. I was born in Beirut, yeah. you know, in the middle of the Civil War. So, yeah. we got an old Atari there. And after that, I was just, like, hooked. Like, I've been a, like, hard gamer and still is. Like, to explain to you how much of a gamer I am, if I go into an apartment, if I visit someone, and there is no console or whatever in their, in their like, apartment or house, yeah. it's for me, like, coming into a place that they don't have a toilet in there. Right. Like, how, it's so weird. Like, like, when people tell me, like, I don't play video games, I'm like, how is this even possible? Like, I, I don't even understand it. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense to me that you don't yeah. play video games. Did, uh, did, were, did you play a lot of, of those games as a kid with your brother, Ferris? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, but, but I've always been more of a gamer than him, even till now. Like, okay, but he yeah. plays a lot of games as well. Yeah. But yeah, but, but the Nintendo 8-bit, I mean, we used to stay up all night. And like, uh, with this, I mean, I have stories for all consoles. What was, uh, what was some of your favorite games as a kid? Maybe Nintendo well, or Atari? Yes, or? on the Super Nintendo, it's really started. I mean, one of my favorites are, and that's actually one of the inspiration for, but you know, the top-down RPGs like, course, you know, yeah. Chrono Trigger, yes. yeah. Final Fantasy, a game called Lufia, if you remember those games. Uh, they were like Soul Blazer. At that time, when Enix and Square were different, like yeah, separate. So many of those games, uh, like the top-down RPGs, I le- really love those, you know. And Secrets of Mana especially. That's oh, why I don't oh, want to yeah. replay the remaster. Because yes. I believe like playing remasters sometimes like going back to your childhood, uh, uh, what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, your memories. Like love, yeah. yeah. You want to keep them like nice. You don't want to go back to them. I'm it's not true. so much of a retro. So I want to like, <laughs> you know, because I did that mistake going back to like, uh, like uh, I think it was like 10 years ago, I went back to like a childhood... Uh, uh, love, what do you call it? And it was not good. It's better to keep it in your head than going back yeah, to it. Yeah, sometimes know? it is. Yeah, so for me, it's, it's better to keep it like that. So you grew up during the Lebanese Civil War. Yeah. What do you yeah. remember about that? A lot. I actually did a movie about that. It's called Zozo. Yeah. Like, it was a harsh environment, of course, for a, for, a, for, for, a, for a kid. And I did some, like, there was some really bad stuff I did, which is like now in the Western world it looks, but it was like... Uh, yeah, you see a lot of stuff that you're not supposed to see, you know. So, I mean, I can't go into too much details. But then we moved to Sweden when I was 10. But yeah. I was very, like, outside there. Like, I didn't really fit in. You know what I mean? Like people In Sweden? Are, yeah, in Sweden. Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost like when you're an immigrant there, it's, it's quite hard. A lot of people in my class were Swedish. So I ended up, like, having a lot of tr- trouble and problems like that. But luckily, I found the creativity in making movies, you know. But, but was... But when you when you do so, even if you're the kind of the fish out of water, but does it still? Are you just? Do you just feel relief to have to have gotten away from 
from that civil war environment into yeah of course of course just, i mean it, it's it's i can't uh, imagine the the yeah anxiety. but here's here's the thing like when you live close to death you live more like in, in the now, in, yeah. in, in a weird sense of a way. Because 2006, when I was down again, I, 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 I shot the movie 2005, and 2006 I was there again uh, uh, to, I remember like for a vacation, okay? and then there they were, there, you know, at that time there were, the, there were some like conflict between the Israels and Hezbollah area, and there were actually bombs, and I was like in the area 300 meters from the bomb, and you have real bombs falling down 300 meters from you, it's not a walk in the park. Like you really feel and sense. It's a way different than looking at a movie. But what happens is, like, I at least got this adrenaline kick. You feel alive in a weird sense. Like you know, some people talk about living in the now. That's truly living in the now. That's why you have this adrenaline junkie when they jump out of the mouth. It's like so you feel so alive. You're close to everything. Yeah. To crying, to loving, to fucking I don't know what. It's like it's, it's such a weird feeling. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it's right. like it's 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 a. Uh, but uh, so it's not all bad. What, so what made you want to be a filmmaker? As you're, you're growing up now, uh, after ten in Sweden, and yeah. you're, you're you know, you're, you're a little you feel different than the other kids, and not as, yeah. so how do you how does that lead you into filmmaking? Well, actually, first of all, I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee. He's the reason why I started making movies because I tried to imitate him and do his stuff. I'm still a big fan of him. I think his his way of approaching martial arts, both from a philosophical <laughs> way and like his uh, a just his whole all charisma, but yeah. uh, so I always had this idea of becoming like a, be like him, and we started up like I think. Is that I was, why you do your own stunts now? Yeah, yeah, yeah still today. Games. So I have it in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. We do all the stunts in, uh, in a way out. Uh, but yeah, back to the, that. So the, I remember like I borrowed the camera from a, from a friend of mine's father, like a small camera. Yeah, and we did our first short movie, and I felt like oh, this is fun. I, I could really do this, and I did like maybe fifty short films. Wow. Yeah, so it did a lot, and it won a lot of like amateur film festivals. I remember the first time the company contacted me, and, I, and I've always been this cocky. I remember like going up to this company, they told me like, uh, uh, "Yeah, we see your movie; they're very good. We want to make a movie with you." I'm like, "Look, you're either in this project or not, because it's going to become successful. Whatever you do, this is going to happen, you know." And of course, eventually, when I made my first movie called Yalla Yalla at that time, this was 2000. I was maybe. 22 or yeah. something like very young and it became the number one box office hit in Sweden and it's also sold around the world everywhere so was that uh, <clears throat> was there was that kind of an FU moment where to all those kids that, that that didn't become friends with you in school were like look at me I got the number one movie now yeah but I'm not really that kind of a guy like I'm not really like look what I've done yeah. what about you I'm, I'm like healthier that way yeah I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm more like you know I don't have I don't feel the urge to like prove myself to anybody in that sense you know what yeah. I mean so yeah. I feel like I knew this already so why don't you know it also you know, it's <laughs> the same with brothers like if you look like the I mean, we'll probably talk about that as well. Like yeah, many people don't didn't believe in that project as well. Yeah. Uh, so, what was it like the first time that you got to watch the, a movie you made up on a up on a big screen with a, with an audience? It was crazy because it was like <clears throat> I had my whole family in the movie. Like yeah. it was like my yeah, grandmother, my father, yeah. my as everything. Yeah. Like cousins and I, like we had a scene and then it was supposed to be like a wedding of some kind. And you know, it was like a small budget or something. Like my producer, I remember, came up as like, we're supposed to have a, like a big fight here in the park. Like, how are we going to do? We don't have any stunt, nothing. I'm like, don't worry about it. So I went up on the on stage. And I'm like, okay, everybody. This was like friends and relatives and everything. I'm like, okay, this side, you're going uh, to fight with this side. They're like, okay, they didn't know anything. And then I told my DOP and I said to him, let's take two cameras and we shoot. And like, we, we take whatever we you know. 
I was like, one, two, and action. They started going up and screaming, throwing chairs and like going crazy. I'm like, wow, this is so much good footage. And then I'm like, cut, cut. But nobody listened. They didn't care. <laughs> I continued fighting. Eventually, we got them to start. So there were many moments like there was a crazy... Uh, a crazy set, but also like when the action premiere happened, we're sitting with my family and that success it became, it was like a, it was a big thing. And actually, to be honest to you, like it ended up uh, affecting me as my person because something that I've learned through my life is that because uh, what you get when you get in a situation where you get uh, famous, not not that I ever got a big head though, because I don't even believe like. I think this uh, this life is just like we're playing around. But yeah. it's that when you when you when you get too dependent of your environment, you know what I mean? Like when you get too addicted of people liking you, that's a, that happened to me very long. And that was a very tough period in my life. Like it was a very tough because you all the time seek attention. You yeah, seek, well, like, when you're young, that's you know. Yes, we're, I think and, we're all and, like that. Yeah, understand. and I think we, we, that goes with us throughout. Like I see it in my like uh, in, uh, with people like growing up as well. But for me, that's been one of my biggest things that I'm so happy that I like let go, which feels very nice. Actually, is that is that? Do you think that's why uh, your first film was a comedy? That you just wanted to. Yeah, I, 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 I think after that, I didn't expect this kind of attention because everybody was looking at me, reacting yeah. to me, and I got all this attention. And like, I, I don't know. It's, it's I guess, uh, it just affected me in, in a bad way. I think. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about then when you won for Zozo in two thousand six. Yeah. You won the Nordic Council Film Prize. Yeah. Um, that's you know that's a big deal. What? How did I remember that speech. I went up, I'm like, here's my home address. I don't even remember what I said. Like, here's my home address. Take it. Come home to me. People were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it's on film, though, but probably there. But so, how was the moment? Yeah, it was, was nice. I mean, was it, it was... Sort of, was it gratifying for you? Or was it... Or was yeah, it more... but... I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I get more excited of the actual development that there is. Like, for instance, if we, if we look at A Way Out now. Yeah. Like, I know, like... My team is super excited to look at like people playing, reacting, review. But for me, I'm like, all right, the, 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 I'm not that interested in what happens afterwards. Yeah. If you ask me if I saw that clip in the middle, I say fuck the Oscars. Yeah, I looked at one time because everybody in the team were laughing about it. So, but I don't like go in and look at myself. I don't. Know, I feel like I don't have the same. I have uh, fun with the progress. Right. The art. The art is in the process for you. Yes. Not that, the, that's not the that's end result. Uh, that, I mean, the end result is important. Of course, I'm happy people yeah. like it, but uh, my head is always on the next one. Then I'm like, okay, so this is done. Let's go with the next. You know. Did you uh, have any thoughts of of heading out to Hollywood at any point as you yeah, sort of establish yourself? I think Did I even have an agent here, and it's, it's <laughs> like it's like. But here's the thing, like. I, I am why I am, will always be like that. So whatever, like, I, if I will make a movie in Hollywood, I will tell them this is the way we do it. I can guarantee you here on this show, like, I, if I'm in Hollywood, it will going to take me six months. Maybe, okay, maybe a little, maybe eight, nine months. I will be the, the director that everybody wants to work with. Guaranteed. And it's, it's not you about... You have to think that way, though. No, don't you? but it's like, not about cocking. It's just something I know. Right. Because I know what it is. But, like, But isn't that... You know, you can't worry about what other people think when you're trying no, to make art, no. right? Here's the thing. It's not... There's a, there's a difference because it's... it's it's not only self-confidence. Like I, it's, I truly are, are humble against like the creative aspect. I like I question everything, but I just know in my heart like when I focus on something, it will happen. That so, no matter what. So for a way out, with for example, yeah, do you you sounds like you don't you don't bother with like focus testing and saying oh maybe we should 
tweak the gameplay this I, I, way. I, I, I do have your vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm not stupid. I listen. If if like we're like uh, testing and people are like not really getting this or yeah. that. Uh, I can listen to some, but okay. if there, there are some things like, oh, we don't like, I'm like, no, that's not going to happen because you're wrong here. Many times I've said to people, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you have to believe in it and go with it. That's, that's pretty much what it is about. See, I th- yeah, and I, 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 I've talked to enough people on, on this yeah. show that I, I feel like that's, it's like a, if I made a, a pie it's, chart of common personality traits, I feel yeah. like that would be yeah, but, the but, but it's also something that you can't, like... It's nothing that you can like. You say, oh, "I believe it." It's just something you feel. It's, yeah. it's strange. It's it's like right. a, a feeling of some kind. I don't, a, know, I don't know how to explain it. Not a self confidence so much as a self assuredness, right? I don't know. Yeah. They probably have some deep psychological blah 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 behind it. But sometimes <laughs> I say like, you know, people can look at me sometimes and think, "Are oh, you crazy?" or this and that. But I say like. Hey, you can judge me and sleep better at nights, or you can get inspired. It's up yeah. to you. I don't care if you judge me or not. And here's the opposite. And I'm not saying I don't care. Is that I don't care about people and fuck everybody. No, I have extreme respect for everybody. Yeah. Like whoever it is, I don't care who you are, what you do, like what your role is, what whatever the fuck, I don't care. But it's it's about respecting your environment. But don't worry too much about the other, you know. So That's will the, you even again? We're recording before a way out ships. Uh, this interview airs after. Will yeah. you even? Do you even look at reviews? Do you even care? Or just yeah. Reviews? I mean, at at some like I look, but I don't like read fully. Yeah. Maybe I read some like, but not like the whole of it. You know, like some here and there. Like it's nice, but. Uh, but I, I have a, a good idea of what a way out is. Even yeah. if like everybody gives this bad review, then in my heart I know that's not true because they're they're not seeing the game that it is a way out. It's probably dangerous, right? Because you don't you don't want to either get too down on yourself or too high uh, on yourself yeah, either, yeah. right? If, but <laughs> I, I have no worries that I like get. Uh, what do you say when you have like uh, over when you? Ego maniacal, yeah, yeah. And then you have like uh, big head, you, big or... head. Yeah, I have no, I'm, I'm not afraid of that at all, because yeah. that will never happen to me. Because I'm telling you, what I say, I'm like, this is life is for me like a play. It's it's so short. Let's play and fuck around. Like you know, just be nice and that's it. You know, be nice to your close one and take care, make as love much as possible and. You know, and then ju- just do your thing. You have this. Um, I mean, come on, man. Dinosaurs has been going off 150 million years. Yeah, what are we, we get, like? We get 200,000. Yeah. You yeah. think we're gonna go off 150 <laughs> millions? I mean, come on. We have this short time. You like? It's almost like a breath, and then you're out. Yeah. Like, why not that may make that breath count? You know. Well, uh, so Zozo, like you touched on a minute ago, is is very. Yeah, autobot. I change subject all the time. Okay. So head I'm, me back. Yeah. I'm here. I'm gonna rein you in. I've <laughs> yes, got. Let's go. Got go. Some reins, and yeah, we're just yeah, gonna. Yeah, yeah, Just do it. <laughs> So it's a very autobiographical film. Yeah. Did uh, did you find that to be the process of that? You're talking about the art and the process. Mm. Is it is it easier or more difficult to make a, an autobiographical piece like that? In, in, in many sense, that film was hard because getting back to that, I remember the first time when I got back to it, was, it was shot in my real apartment when I was young. Yeah. And you know the funny thing, like the first thing you remember when you get back, it's not how it looked because I remember but the first thing that struck me was the smell. You know, yeah. smell and memory are so connected. It's it was true. like, and it's like almost like some, it washes all over. It was like so crazy. And then I knew actually the guy that was gonna play the the the, the main character that played me when I was young. It was such a bizarre thing, but I knew that we were gonna become like brother, and we still are. But yes, I would say it's it's harder because you're pretty much like, it's a privilege to be able to uh, like shoot your own story pretty much. 
I mean, it's not 100% my story. It's, more, it's also inspired. Like right. Some events are changed for the, for the movie's sake. But it's, uh, I would say, yes, it was harder because of the like, personal scenes. Like, uh, yeah, there are some scenes there where I had to like, steal stuff. Like, very sad, like, like steal stuff to give them to friends for them to like me and you know, all these things. That's a, it's, it's very sad stuff for a kid, you know? What, uh, what did your parents think when you showed them Zozo? The, my parents, like, my father is very crazy. If he, if he, I mean, he's very well known in Sweden. Like, he's, a, he's this crazy dude. He's like, the first time I was in movies, he's like, what is this movie shit? Like, what, what is that? Like, why don't you go, like, make a pizza or something like that? But he didn't understand. And I don't think he understands what game's about either. I was going to ask that. Yeah. No, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't even play. Like, he's like, what is this game? He doesn't understand. Like, movies, he, got, he gets it now. He's like, oh, okay, you know, you're, you can become successful. But with games as well, he's like, chill. he sees this as a, like, a... It's a children's thing. You don't really understand. Yeah. I tried to explain to him, like, look, this is... <laughs> Even as a successful 40-year-old man, it's still like, what, yeah, are, you yeah, these, yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you doing with these kids' things? Yeah, but he's very funny. Like, I should, I should maybe, like, do a let's play with him playing, because I have no clue on how to you play. Should, yeah, play through yeah. a way. It's a very funny him. accent, you know, also. But it's in Sweden. But yeah, he knows a little bit of English as well. It's very <laughs> so, funny. So, uh, who are some of the filmmakers that you admire? Oh, uh, definitely, like, one of my, I would say, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, uh, James Cameron, I love what he does, and I say uh, some of the movies that Steven Spielberg does, and I take those up because I, I, I because I think that Spielberg has done some movies which are so great. Like it's under. I know some people think that he's not archy enough, but I don't care. Like I've felt his movies in his heart, and James Cameron is the same for me. He does movies that just like punches in the heart. Like rarely I see films that I want to re. Like rewatch, uh, rewatch, re yeah. yeah. And Stanley Kubrick is because he's the master of filmmaking. That's I, th I think actually he's the most common director that all directors have as his because he's such a masterful guy. Like a, a movie like Barry Lyndon is insanely well done. How how would you sort of describe your directorial style? It's it's it's, style? it's very like. Uh, I would say like very heartwarming. I work a lot with my heart, not so much with the brain, more with this, you know. I will probably do more movies in the future. The funny part would be if I got Oscar nominated in the future. <laughs> then, so uh, we're going to play it. Yeah, like again. fuck the Oscar. <laughs> Just say you were really jet lagged. Just forget it. It's <laughs> No, don't worry about it. I don't care. So, uh, so the transition from f making films to, you know, currently, it sounds like yeah. you, you want to make films again in the future, but yeah. the, moving from filmmaking to game making, it's, that's not a transition that we see creators make often, if maybe yeah. ever. I'm not sure yeah. if you might be the first actual professional filmmaker yeah. to transition yeah. into making games. What made you want to change your career like that? Well, Again, it, it's like I never really have dropped movies yet, but I'm all 100% now games, you know. Yeah. The passion I feel for games is insane. Like, so, so just to give you a short story of like Please. how it came in. So what happened, like every interview I did for every movie, I talked about games. And I talked about games, games, games and, and, and slowly the gaming industry is starting because I, I am an, like a well-known uh, guy in Swiss. They're like, what is he talking about? Like they, they show some interest. They, they started to like invite me for like stories, telling thing, you know, because they obviously like, uh, at that time, uh, there were like still some problems. How do we tell? I mean, we still have that today, obviously. So, how do we tell the story in games? Maybe like, can we use him as? So I was there, like having talks and stuff, and I was saying to them, like, look, I have many great ideas, as many people say, like, sure, we should do this, we should <laughs> that. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, and and then uh, eventually, like, uh, 
like an older friend of mine, he has a school with a couple of students, said to me, look, if you want to make a demo or something, we have these students during the summer vacation, why don't you come by like six weeks? And I'm like, oh my God. Cool. The same night in the hotel room, I came up with the brothers, the concept, how you control. And I remember like, uh, we had one guy from Starbiz at that time was going to be like my mentor. And I was like, I didn't know anything about making games. He really liked the idea. And I told him the premise of what's going on. He's like, oh shit, this is really cool. So we started making the prototype and... It was such like a short demo, 20 minutes. I learned so much stuff. Like, wow, is it like this? And and you you think that oh, this is how you make it. But when you start making it, like wow, it, it becomes way more complex. And but after that, I I started to present to different people, and everybody loved the idea, but nobody really dared. Like you're a filmmaker. I I, I really people are working against me. The other thing was that I have all, I had already decided this will happen. And you know when it happens, I'll find a way. Whatever it is, I will find a way to make it. So I made another demo with another because we got some money to make another one. And then I eventually managed to, you know, force myself into Starbase, find this small team and start working on it. Oh, my God. It was like a... I think for them it was different having a guy They've like me. They've never made anything like even... They haven't made a game like that before. No, no, no. These no, were no, the guys, no. they were coming off of the Riddick. Yeah, know? these were guys like... And we pretty much have one guy from that team that actually worked on Riddick. It wasn't new guys. And yeah. they were like not used to the having a, a guy like me. Like, okay, we should do this, we should that. Like, you don't have... This. I mean, it's coming more and more. The uh, tour, uh, uh, tour thing. Is it called like that? Like, yeah, have, like, like Kojima. Yeah, like, like a, the directors. Yeah. Like, it's not so yeah. common in like I a, think a forceful singular yes, vision. Yes, I think it's important. It doesn't have to be from one. It could be two, like Bruce Trailer, Neil Druckmann, for instance, like yes. some for that pushes the train on, 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 on one way. I mean, of course, it's a collaboration, but you need to have someone who, and you see games who become more successful, I believe, is the games that have uh, like a clear vision from the beginning. Was there a lot of friction with Starbreeze early oh, yeah. on because there was, you have this vision and they're like, well, we, we know how to make games, there shut were, up. There were a lot of problems, let me tell you. I mean, it even went up where it were a situation where like it was almost a, a, a bare knuckle fight. I'm telling you, like, I don't like quit. Like when I believe in something, it's going to happen. Like there were many times people like, yeah, obviously thought I was full of shit, didn't believe in the game, and blah, blah, blah. You know, the typical story when something becomes successful. Yeah. The only problem I see is that you have all these people having opinions about stuff, especially when stuff that is unique. The, the scary part about that, not all people have my confidence. Now imagine how many good stuff we missed because some other people said to you, like, this is not good. And right. you kind of like, so, so you have to believe in what you do. Otherwise, you can't fight for it, you know? Was there a specific moment that you remember where you kind of finally got on the same page with Starbreeze, or was it just more of, you just wore them got, down over time? They got used to me after, <laughs> they're like, almost like, people are thinking, oh, I guess this guy is crazy. But I'm not crazy, man. I'm just being who I am. Yeah. I can't help it, you know? It's like, I am who I am, and believe what I do. If, you, if you've talked to my team, I mean, I'm pretty sure they describe me as a humble, cool guy, relaxed to hang out with. I mean, they don't got the chance to comment it now. <laughs> but this is who I am, man. I mean, it's like, but I, when I believe in something, it will happen. That's I, I can't stop. It's I don't know if it's a disease or something. No, it's, it's like, I've, I mean I've seen it. It's a it's a trait of successful creative people. I mean, yeah, probably, look at yeah. Steve Jobs had yeah. they would they would talk about his reality distortion field. How you yeah. just say like no no we're doing that and then yeah, yeah, you yeah. get done. Elon Musk is a guy yeah, who's yeah, that yeah, way yeah. and there's certainly a lot of creative yeah, people yeah. in in uh, arts. But in I arts never treat that people too. bad. That's. That's that's very important for me. Like I don't care what who you are or what you do or whatever yeah. like that. That's extremely important for me because I guess I have the same kind of a background. You know, I, it's silly like when people like have a title and they like 
you know, you see when people like very insecure, they have this title, they take themselves seriously. That's like the most silliest thing ever. Then I just smile and I don't <laughs> care. I mean, it's like, come on, get out of here. What is this, you know? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So, all right, so brothers, back to more of more yeah. on a bro- brothers, a tale yeah. of two sons. That's obviously, that's your first game. It came, yeah. comes out in 2013. Mm. It's a very emotional game. Packed yeah. a very emotional story. Yeah. And, it, and that came out at a time when, you know, there weren't a lot of games that could elicit emotion that way. Mm. So, uh, how do you looking back here with with a way out now done? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Brothers now, looking back on it? I mean, obviously, Brothers opened up a lot of doors. The difference between making Brothers and making a way out because now it was the opposite. Now people were like, okay, why don't you come, you know, working with us? And yeah. I was very close of signing with Microsoft. Like oh, super. It was it was like a, a, a week between. You had so what you're talking to Phil Spencer about? Yeah, Phil Spencer. For, for Hazelight, they were going to sign. Yes, 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 yes. We were super close. I mean, Phil Spencer. I think that was the best thing that could happen to Microsoft. That guy is a, like he's a super cool guy, and he's super passionate cares about, game. about games. He yes. cares about games for real. It's not something yeah. that you see him oh, say yeah. on like blah blah blah. Like so, he's really passionate about this, but. Then this uh, other guy called uh, Patrick said, just like contact me. Uh, from EA. Yeah, from EA, like a week before and we talked. And at that time it felt like, okay, it fits better for the game I do. And, and they are in Sweden and we got the offices because, you know, all these like, it was mostly like, uh, like, uh, what, what can you say? Like uh, local stuff that had also. Right, so uh, if, yeah. if, you know, if, if Microsoft, or if you'd been in Seattle, you probably yeah. would have signed with Microsoft. Exactly, exactly. I think that would have happened, yeah, but I was super close. I wouldn't have, I don't care, like whoever published, as long as they believe in what we do, then it's fine. It's always going to be like that. Otherwise, that's, that's why I keep telling people, like, no, you won't have any loot boxes. No, I don't care. Because if EA comes to me, whoever says, you have to have that, then I would say, okay, thank you, goodbye. I go. And if, if I end up, like, you know, losing a lot of money, end up on the street, then it's fine. Then it's my time to figure out the way to live on the street. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care. And how do you, like, argue with someone that don't care? You know what I mean? It's like, it, it won't work. You know what I mean? This is who I am. But passion is something you can't buy it for money. That's it's true. something you have, That's you true. know? And now, I mean, you know, with EA at least, yeah. you, uh, I mean, with, with a way out, I don't know, maybe maybe Phil's regretting that he, he couldn't uh, couldn't close the deal or, you know, couldn't have that well, sort of Swedish connection with yeah. you, but, but at well, least... Well, he wasn't actually the one responsible for the idea, wow. but we were talking, yeah. you know, yeah. But at least, uh, you know, now more people get to play the game because it's on it's on uh, multiple platforms. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that sense, it's good, Xbox. yeah. So that, that's good for yeah, you, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In that sense, it's, it's, it's very good, so more people are going to play it. Uh, but what, you know, if you, if you could do Brothers 
uh, over again today. Yeah. Would you change anything? Yes, there were many ideas. <laughs> Sometimes the team make jokes of me. They have many ideas that didn't work. At that time, I didn't really know what the development aspect of it. So I had this crazy idea of like having a, they sometimes joke like a, a snake in the grass because I wanted to have a snake and with a lot of long grass and like ropes. And like, if you say to the developer, like, we're going to have ropes and snakes and all this weird shit, you know, they're going <laughs> to go nuts. Rope is something that scares a lot of animators, especially when you were doing like, what the Uncharted, like what the Naughty Dog guys does, I mean, I know everybody knows how good they are, but yeah. let me tell you, like, stuff they do is it's insane, Asso. Asso is a Swedish word. I keep coming back okay. to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Like, the level of players, like, wow. Like, there are people, like, they're, they're, like, up here, you know? I mean, you have also, uh, see, I'm going, you see how my head's work? It goes to different subjects. Of, like, I'm... Rocksteady Studios, I think, are, like, super good at polishing stuff up, like, really well done, really well made, like, you see how the animation going, there's just, everything is, like, super cool, but getting back to brothers, yeah, the team joke with me sometimes, like, hey, let's do the snake in the grass thing, so I had many crazy ideas, so if I would redo it, no, I wouldn't, because I feel like, at that time, when it came out, it fits really well, and I think, actually, in a sense, like, brothers, it's kind of like uh, timeless in a sense because it still looks good today. I mean, I saw a video of it not too long ago, and I think it still like looks very cozy and like fairy yeah. taley. Yeah, and a very nice uh, art style to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it works. Well. I mean, it's become one of the classics. I mean, people still I still get fan mails. That's the difference of been making a game. Like you get fan mails like till today. Like this was released two thousand thirteen. Yeah, and yeah. the people are today like are really like writing like really you know. That's great. The stuff that they are like discover. emotionally, I'm like, oh shit, do people even play it now? But they still do. I mean, I guess yeah. like some people are curious now and play it. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a natural evolution. Would you, would you like to see? Would you have maybe done the the mandatory two player co op with brothers? No, no, mean, no, no, no. Now that no, no, because I don't want to spoil. It because when you play that game, you understand why the design is like this. Yeah. It's all about like uh, left hand, you know. Uh, big brother, uh, right hand, little brother, to connect with them physically. Yeah. So that's what I try, like always, like push the boundaries on games, even if it means taking risks. Take, I, I don't care. I rather, I sometimes say a lot. Look, uh, that being afraid of failing is 100% way worse than actually failing, because you're always like unsecure. Like, oh, you, if you, you know, but if you're, what if you do fail, then you fix it then but don't worry about failing you know because that takes so much energy you're like oh yeah. what will people say what this what that and sometimes people listen too much to these like experts someone come and tell you like during brothers i remember the mocha review sucked hmm. they're like I, I remember like four out of a ten something i'm like what is it? i read the reviews i'm like are they actually playing the game or are they wanting it to be another game i'm like no this is not right they're wrong i don't care and it actually happened. I mean, the game scored really well. So it's like... Oh, yeah, I went and looked at... I checked before our interview. I think yeah. the, the Metacritic, which is... You know, the, yeah, the, yeah. I think it, on, on the 360 version, which was the... Yeah, first, yeah. I think it ended up at like an 86 yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, like, that's... Phenomenal. That's yeah, it's, it's like really good. So it's like... But I don't know, you know... Sometimes people talk a lot. Sometimes they'll say, well, why don't you do... This game is one... And, and you hear it from all these, like... Both movies and games, you hear that people... I mean... I'm sure you've heard stories like of popular games today that you you know people say ah oh, this is not going to work it's not fun blah blah blah. I really actually ask the word uh, is this fun? But uh, it's it's more like the, uh, the more I ask is this, uh, does this gameplay fit this scene? Yeah. More important than fun for me like fun gameplay like I mean what is gameplay really? I mean if you look at games today like that's what's really like uh, gets me excited like why do we look at uh, uh, 
gameplay in a certain kind of level, like gameplay, what could it be, like a puzzle or shooting or action? Or Why do we see some, why can't we make a gameplay out of a, a, a love sequence? Like really play it, not, and I don't mean just push X and Y, and those are the kind of things I want to explore. I think you can actually make a gameplay into a beautiful love scene and actually play it and control it. That's that would be my dream to reach uh, at some point. What's uh what's your favorite? Do you have a sort of a favorite scene or moment from Brothers looking back on it? Yeah, that? definitely. And it's it, without spoiling it's the ending. When I came Well, they should have played. It's been 5 years. Yeah, so it. so the whole thing with Brothers the ending. If yeah. if you want to play this is a spoiler. So once your your big brother dies, you you're, you're used to control like uh, First of all, most games you control Big Brother with the left stick, so you always. Uh, and then once he dies, and you actually have to bury him yourself, you felt like a physical loss. Like you're not used to control a character with this. You immediately feel like, shit, something is missing physically. And here's the thing: like in the end, when you have to go back to your father, when you have to swim to your father, the little brother we know from the story playing that he can't swim by himself, so he needs his big brother. So you go there, and you like go to the water, and you don't really know what to do, and it's like, you, you know. Uh, I remember like people say we should have the tour or some kind. No. So when you so people went there like for a couple of minutes, they don't understand what to do. Suddenly they realized like if I push, uh, push the dead uh, brother's button in, then you get the strength of actually taking his force into And that moment for me when it came up, I remember I wasn't sleeping that night. I came to the team like, this is going to blow your fucking mind, you know, because I was so excited. And actually, that's the moment where many people felt like that was like the big, big, big moment that yeah. couldn't be done in movies, you know. Uh, sorry, in, in, in games. Like, that, uh, that, uh, sorry, that, that could only be done in games, you know what I mean? So, uh, get all excited. We, you should right. be careful with me. Like, that's why you're here. Uh, I'm gonna jump up on the table soon and go. You're getting me. You're getting me like excited. <laughs> this now. is good. So we're getting. Don't worry. This is where we go. Soon you're gonna you're gonna have a what a lift here also for the <laughs> fuck the Oscar whatever fuck. <laughs> we'll have our own viral clip. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talk about taking risks. Yes. And I feel like the whole requiring two mm-hmm. players. Yes. For a way out. Yeah. Uh, that to me, in my 15 years of covering mm-hmm. the games industry. Mm-hmm. Seems like a thing that a lot of game publishers would probably tell you is a terrible idea yes. and you shouldn't do it. So yes. did you encounter any resistance along the way with that specifically? I was clear from the get-go, this is what it's going to be. And, and working with EA haven't been a problem for me at all. Good. I've been immediately clear. That, here's the thing. When I say 100% creative control, I mean it. I mean, EA can't go in and change a single color in a way out. Nothing, nothing. So everything in the game is up to me and, and the team. That's yeah. it. So, but of course, like, there were questions, like, for instance, like, oh, wouldn't single play, for, for me, like, no, doesn't, doesn't matter what you say, single play will not happen. This is the game, this is the vision. I don't care if they would have given me $10 million. No, it wouldn't have happened, because this is the vision, and there's, there's like a, 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 a design idea behind it. It's not just like, oh, let's make a co-op only. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a meaning to it as well, you know what I mean? So you yeah. can't, you have to follow it and go through it. So in the beginning, there was like a couple of questions like, yeah, you hear people saying you're going to lose a lot of market, blah, blah, but who cares? I mean, this is the game and you got to believe in it to go with it. That's, That's it, right. you know? So that would never that. change. It would never change at all. And even like, if, if I know some people said I don't have a friend, I, I can play with you if, if you're totally alone. I can like play, but it's more fun to play. But I'm sure you can get someone who can play with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well... <clears throat> And Speaking I think of, it's underestimated because people want to play together. People want to experience stories together also. I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, we do experience stories together when we look at movies or play. Yeah, and we've seen uh, cooperative gameplay really 
really rise. It's in vogue now. The way yeah, it kind of yeah. wasn't ten years or so ago. Yeah, yeah. And now it's really come back around. I mean, and you know, on the same note, the the free token for yeah. the second player that you yeah. get if if you buy yeah. the game. Uh, that I mean, that's awesome fan service. Yeah. for yeah. players. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. no. There's no nothing about that you can say bad about that. Yeah. Was that your idea? And did you yes. have any did you have any trouble getting no. EA to buy into that? No. Here's the thing to explain to you what Originals deal is. So here's the thing, hundred uh, percent, and I mean hundred yeah. of the money goes to Hazelight. Nothing. So, so EA is not making a single dollar out of this. Not a single. So the only thing the, the only thing they're, they're they're having is the game out there. That's pretty yeah. much it. They, so they, get, to, they get the goodwill basically yes, of that, having, they, having published this it. creative. That having yeah. they don't and, and, and still they don't make a single dollar. I get all this support, like you know, everybody help me out. So why? I mean, I don't care that like like I said on the game awards. Yes, publishers fuck up sometimes, but everybody does. Who doesn't? There are people like us. They take a shit that they can piss. Is that the difference is like this? Uh, I think like, you know, uh, when you have a big corporation and shareholders and blah, 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 and then and it's like, if you can't as like, uh, you can't just be thinking, oh, creatively, family. I, I, I think like, I would never be in that position because I wouldn't like, it wouldn't work for me because right. I, I don't want to be ending up just doing it. But when you have like a big company, that's the problem. That's the, the global problem. When you have big companies, you have to take some decisions that are bad sometimes. And I, w- I would say like, EA does them, Microsoft, Nintendo, you name all, everybody, you know, sure. everybody does this. But of course, like, if you ask me about microtransaction, I say, it sucks, I don't like it. Loot boxes, it sucks, I don't like it. You will never have it in my game. But that doesn't take away that the people treating me at EA has been good, you know? It's always going to be like that. And, and you know, here's the thing, like, people, you're in the industry, people, like, jump around from publisher to publisher. Oh, it's They're a like, small, it's, it's a, a small industry. It's think, not yeah. like, I don't know, like, people painting up. It's like, it's all the same, man. Yeah, I, you'll, you know, the person that you... Uh, I don't care. You'll who, eventually end up working with all of them, probably. Yes. For me, like, I don't care who you are, what label you have, or whatever you want to call it, EA, BA, DA, or whatever. It's, like, the same. As long as you, like, respect and understand. Because here's another thing. I think it's the opposite also because if I, as a creative guy, say like, oh, this is the vision, blah, 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 fuck the money. No, I can't do that. People have to pay bills. You have to respect that there is like a, a, a midline you have to respect. There is a, a money aspect and there is a creative aspect. Yeah. Now, the money aspect can take over and the creative aspect can't. You have to understand that people, you know, need money to pay their rent. So you have to respect that as well. You can't just tell finance, fuck you. <laughs> that, that's not possible. Then you're not respecting the other side right. of, the, of the coin or whatever. So once you meet and you have like a good talk, like, okay, yeah. this costs money, okay, we do this. Mutual though. respect. Mutual respect. Then you understand each other. But I don't know if you take the easy way, like, oh, you just want to have money, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And of course nothing happens, you know what I mean? But for me, that's what my, rela- my relation will be with every publisher I decide to work with in the future. And here's this thing. If they want to, goodbye, I'll see you later. That's so it, the, you know? The, so the, the free token for the second player. Yes. You see how did, I, like, went on to a yeah, totally well, different... Okay, we're reeling it back <laughs> yeah. in. So, so did, typical did me, those, man. Did the finance guys say... <laughs> Wait a minute, no. Joseph. We're 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 leaving so much money on the table. We no, can't do this. No, 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 no. It 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 made sense, I think, for everybody because like uh, this is not a like. I think the game's gonna be maybe six, seven, eight hours, something, seven or eight, depending on how you play. It's and out how now, you, so people know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as we, as they uh, see so the, it made it made sense. Like you know, if you if you have a only co-op game, so the, why force them to play to? You know, buy too. If if you can't play it alone, what's the point? It's like you're right. buying a game, but you can't play with someone. So that means that 
it's pretty much like you're getting half the game. So it actually yeah. makes sense. Like if you want to play someone online, yeah. you don't have to, you know, right. to so pay it, for it. If it, it would have effectively been a sixty-dollar game. Yes, exactly. You, it would be like what? Token. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? So if there was, I think everybody felt it made sense, but there were some. I know some log, log, logistic is it called yep. like behind it yep. with like with Sony, but, but this was like talked about very early on, like with Sony how we do it and Microsoft. There's like always yeah, the this back like end stuff, stuff. There's a lot of things going on. That. Like, yeah. Just the thing that when you release a game for, like uh, for Sony and Microsoft, there you go away. So like it's like <laughs> I, I have seen this list. I'm like what. What? It's like so weird. You have one guy working, taken out in like controls in the console, just see it. Oh, work. yeah, make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like super, yeah. Many aha moments for me. So, uh, <clears throat> what do you think? What's the most similar thing in your experience? Similar thing between making movies and making games? Uh, look, if, if I would make a movie today, that would be for me taking a vacation. That's, that's that hard, right? Here's the thing. I've done six feature movies, 50 shorts. All of them together can't compare the amount of work on a way out. Wow. And here's why I think. First of all, movies are a passive experience. They're not taking away that movies are hard work. No, not at all. Right. But in, here's the thing. You're much more in control when, when you're working with a passive medium, in my opinion. I mean... When you're interacting with them, it's almost like having your audience running around on set. Grab your camera, <laughs> grab yeah. your actor. Like you're like, oh yeah, you know. That's the, the interacting with them makes it so much harder to like, you know, to 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 con- control it. And it's also like other things, like production-wise, we don't really know today how to plan for a game. That's why you see games like you know, uh, get late because you you. Uh, I thought I was going to get laid, not yeah, get laid. Yeah, I, I got you. Get del- delayed. Get delayed. <laughs> See, many games get laid, yeah. You're talking about controllable love yeah, sequences yeah, yeah, earlier. Yeah, it's no. just, it's on your brain. What can we say? No, get, get, get laid. Do you say get laid? Yeah, get, get laid. Delayed. Delayed, delayed. Okay, anyway. <laughs> get laid is also good, so anyway. Uh, okay, get back to the question. Yeah. Where were I? You see it. Uh, we were the, wait, wait. similarities between. Yeah, yeah, but I had a point here. Production-wise, we oh, don't really yeah. know because it right, changes. Right. It changes like, uh, like in a movie, you can very much easier. Even if movies go over time, blah blah blah, you can very much easier uh, like predict like, okay, this is how long it takes. This is how long the scene. But you have a good idea. We've had over hundred years of like yeah. uh, refining the system. In games, you don't know because here's the good and the bad about games. We don't know. But we push it all the time. So what I like about the fans and the media and everything is that they're pushing all the time. Like, we want more. We want different. We want this and we want that, you know. That keeps the developers like, okay, let's do it. Let's push it. So we keep having this creative, like, and that's what excites me because in this industry, there's so much creativity to be explored. And there are so many risks to be taken. You know what I mean? So that's, I hope, other trip. I hope, you know what my best thing would be? That a way out, like, uh, inspires others to like, okay, well, I mean, they did a forced call. Why can't we do a, another risky, weird, like different ideas? That, that's my well, biggest thing. I, I think it takes, uh, not to sound like I'm, I'm sucking up to you or anything here, mm. but I think it takes uh, games like yours to, to take those risks because games, you're talking about the, the finance side, yes, games yes. cost so, AAA games yes. cost so much that yes. I think a lot of the publishers are fairly risk averse these yes. days because if you, if you take a, a big risk that fails, yeah. you've lost, I don't know, $80 million but he, Here's this thing. I know these side can meet in the middle. A good example is Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, that's not a low budget game for sure. 
I mean, that I would say is pushing the envelope on like what what's you're able to do in a game. Like for me, that story, like and how they tell the story with, with Joel Ellis was like so powerful. And that is like, you know, you don't have to go all the way. You can like, I mean, if you're doing a $150 million game, sure, yeah. you don't have to like go all nuts, but at least you can go have nuts. You yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> depending on the situation, that's what I mean, understanding in between. But if you, if someone with the, if, if money people come to me like, no, it's too much money, blah, blah, I don't buy it. You have to understand we're not working in selling like, you know, boxes of whatever. We're working with like creativity and art. We can't yeah. forget that there's actually an, an, a, a, a craft behind this, you know. You can't forget about that because here's the thing also. When a great game comes out, you will also make money out of it. So it's not that weird, you know. It makes sense. It goes so, together. So to, to reel you back in again, so yeah. it sounds like are there really, are there no similarities really between making movies and making games? It, uh, yes, back to that. <laughs> I was gonna. See, I, I got I, you. I had, I'm here I had, for you. I had a good point, but it's it's, it's off. <laughs> the, it's it's somewhere in the sky of. I'm just because again, you have yes, such a unique yes, there perspective are, here. There are there are sim- similarities. Uh, I mean, how you work with team and how you, but but I think that because sometimes I get the question like, why? What do you take from from your movie experience? I think that I think it's it's not really my final answer, but I think it's getting that. The thing is, like, I know that movies are movies and games are games. I want to go away from movies instead of, like, going towards movies. Right. I want to find the way, the best way of telling a story in the game. How do you do it? How do you control so, it? So filmmaker Joseph Farris is a, is a different guy. Yes, than, yes, yes. Than, it's it's than totally a different Joseph way of Farris. working. And, and, and it's, 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 like, movies are, like, uh, I'm not saying, like, we have done all the movies we can, but they have come to kind of a limit where some, you know, it's, it's not often you see like great movies come right. along. The, the medium, uh, from a technical level, is very understood. Would that yes. be fair to say? Whereas yes. games, it's yes. not. We're yeah, still pushing not. it. Like We're you still say. pushing. We're still pushing. But similarity-wise, no. They, they're, they're very different. I, it also, like script-wise, like you can, you see, like you hear sometimes they have taken Hollywood scriptwriters to games. It doesn't yeah. make it better. Than, I mean, because they don't understand what gaming is. How how do we? What kind of gameplay is here? What game can you just write a story and then you know? Most of the time, it doesn't really work. You right. know? I mean, so uh, your brother mm. Faris has uh, not only been in your films, but yeah. uh, your 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 two games so far, Brothers and Now a Way Out, have have very obviously real brotherly themes to them. Yeah. So what what does your brother mean to you? I mean, he means a lot. We work really great together. Like we never argue on set. We never argue on this. We just really understand each other immediately. And 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 I know he have extreme respect for me as I have for him. I look up to him very much in what in what he does. And I think he does. And I know he does the same for me. So when we work together, we have this like super mutual respect to each other, which is like not at all in private. At private, we can more argue. And I don't know. Something happens when we work. Like boom, everything like. It's like the perfect relationship. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad privately, but it's more like we go into this little brother because I'm the little brother and he's the big brother. But once we work, it's it's perfect. And and I mean, uh, w- with this one, he 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 was like, uh, I mean, he he was uh, we were, I mean, so he he did all the voice and 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 the acting. And he's a great actor. He gives the Leo uh, character like. But what's interesting about this is that I am the body. Of Leo, and he's the voice. It's kind of a weird mix because I do all the mockers. Right. We are a small budget yeah, team, it's... so you you do what you can. So I am the band. And sometimes I know he reacted like, 
why do you do that? I wouldn't have done that. You know, you got pissed off at me because I acted in the same way. I'm like, yeah, but we don't got the money. You're like, oh, but he's doing actually quite good, uh, Faris. He's like uh, doing like, he did uh, Westworld now, the season two. Season I think. two, that's out yeah. th- uh, this month. Is that Yeah, there? this is month, this he's in that. And he's been doing some like Hollywood production. I think he's going to do very well here. So it sounds like you've, you've going back to even games as a kid, you've always had a really good relationship with your brother? Uh, yes, yes, definitely. That's definitely. great. Love hearing yeah. that. The funny thing is, like, <laughs> I remember because all the time, I don't know why I thought about this, but like coming to the airport, you know, this time, because they always stop me because it says Beirut, and it's like routine check, yeah, my ass. They always stop you because they think I'm. Uh, and anyway, like, I got stopped, and this time, like, this guy took me on the side, he's like, and actually, he's like, hey, man, I recognize you somewhere. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, aren't you that guy that, like, fucked the Oscar guy? <laughs> Shit, I'm known for that. <laughs> actual, I don't know why I thought about this. It's actually a funny story. So they, they let me in. It was a good thing, I guess. Otherwise, maybe, who knows? <laughs> uh, so uh, I want to, you know, I asked you a few minutes ago about filmmakers you admire. You had a good yeah. answer to that. What about are there uh, are there game makers oh, that yeah. you admire? Yes, yes. I have a huge, uh, huge, a huge, yeah, huge respect for Neil Druckmann. Uh, and Bruce Riley, especially Neil, because he's been actually a bit involved in this game. Like, even we've been like sitting down and talking, and he's been seeing the game. Oh, that's cool! Like, almost yeah, a yeah. consultant kind yes, of thing. Yes, yes. Uh, he's in the special thanks. Like, I, I, I'm a, the good. The cool thing about that guy, you know, here's the thing: the most genius, genius guys are actually so cool. You know, he's the kind of guy that you immediately sense. Okay, he don't take himself seriously. I mean, not it does. He takes his work seriously, obviously. But it's like a humble, down to earth, like chill out, like a normal dude, you know. Right. But when you look up what he's done, it's like so cool. I think he's been a, a great inspiration. And of course, Bruce Straley, his, his directing partner. In general, Naughty Dog, I would say. Uh, I would say other like you know. Of course, I have to say Miyamoto. Like uh, I don't exactly know how much he's involved in the actual development of Mario Galaxy Two. Right. Which is my favorite. He doesn't Mario direct game. much anymore. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I know, but I, and I also love. Uh, I'm a fan of the old style Zelda game. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like the new. I like it, but I think yeah. for me, some games are going too much open world, and that's, I'm not. I'm not really a big fan of that. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of Japanese games and and. Uh, not any particular developer. I mean, the Rocksteady guys. I have many students that look up to the Rockstar. I, 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 I like their open world. That yeah, I like. I'm really looking forward to Red Dead Redemption. But I try to play everything pretty much out there. So yeah. even if I... But before like, I played it through, now I play it an hour and I feel, ah, this is not my type of game. This is the thing I feel sometime, for my taste, like the repetition of gaming doesn't really work for me, especially in cinematic cinematic game. That's what's important in Makes a way sense. out. So it's like... But here's the hard thing of it, because... When you change the mechanic, the pr- production goes up. So you have to like make all this stuff. So you have to like constantly have this, you know, talk with your team and like you know, make them understand that this is good for the game. But well, they're with, all very proud. With uh, you know, you mentioned Miyamoto. Obviously, he's yeah. he's probably the the first answer you'd get from almost everyone. Every, yeah, yeah. every game player. and ever. Kojima in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, especially in the beginning, I would say I I, I really liked his games more before than today. I'm not saying I don't like them today. Yeah. I'm just saying in the beginning, like I remember playing Metal Gear Solid. Well, you know, what, what makes you say that? What do you like about because, the early... Because there were like a, a, a thing, there were like more, you felt the thing, you know, that thing where, where like, you remember like the Psycho Mantis, like when you have to change the controller, like all this like, where you take the gaming into another level, when yeah. you change it, I, I miss that a little bit, you know, something. And he's also saying himself, I mean, on his Twitter, he says I'm 70% movie. I think, I mean, after Metal Gear Solid 4, he went a little bit from the 
the, the, the more cutscene to more open world. That, uh, but I, I like his older stuff more, yeah. actually. I'm looking forward to Death, Death, Death Stranding, it's yeah. called, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, could you see yourself, because like Miyamoto, we mentioned him a minute ago, he, he more, you know, no, he didn't direct Galaxy 2, but, I, but he seems to have taken on a very intentional sort of mentor role where he yeah, really, yeah, yeah. he's nurtured the next generation of Nintendo game designers. Could you see yourself in that role someday of yeah, trying, to, like, trying to like she, mentor the next generation of... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean um, I've only done two games. So I, I mean, I will Well, compare. yeah, you're a young man too. Yeah, I mean, I can't... Set, you know, 60-something years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I've done a memory, because I wouldn't compare myself to these guys, obviously. But again, I mean, I look up to them. But the not funny thing when you take on Miyamoto, I've always thought of this guy... Can this guy be angry? I mean, doesn't he always look happy? <laughs> he does. It's always like he literally always has a smile. On <laughs> yeah, his face. it's like I don't know because I thought with a friend about it. It's like does this guy ever get angry? He must get angry at some point, right? Just or maybe he's know. like he's maybe just, maybe this guy's so crazy, but nobody knows. Like no, maybe. maybe in the background is like really mad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I look up to him a lot. I mean, I mean, he's, these there are some people who have done so much for this industry. That's gonna that is throughout gaming history. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. I'm, I'm just here's the thing. Like at the end of the day, like you know, like me or not, like me, I'm so proud to be part of this industry. I'm so passionate about it. I really feel like just being on here or like being part of this. I I love this man. I think it's great, and I really like uh, I like the industry. I just think, think it's a great. I know sometimes like people can be very angry online, blah blah blah. But it's yeah. you know it Ro- is what it is. Roger Ebert was wrong, right? Games are art. You know, I was so. I remember when I read, I said that. I said that to a journalist. That I said to him, like, he's totally full of shit. That guy. You know, tell tell him to go fucking. So that's wrong. How wrong? He called me this the day after. He's like, oh, yeah. Roger Ripper died today. I'm like, oh well. shit! Don't write that stuff up. I was so unlucky. You know, you don't want to say that. But yes, he was absolutely wrong. Nothing personal against him, but that was that. I don't even talk to people who say gamers are not art. It doesn't even make sense. It's so insanely stupid. It's like, what? I mean, one could say like, okay, if you ask the question, if I draw you a painting here, would you consider that art? I mean, most people would say yes. Yeah, that, uh, then my answer is that's like in one small portion of making a game. I'm thinking like of the concept artists when they draw. Sure. Oh, yeah. And that's like, it's such a small thing. If the, the animators, games, the programmers. The, the, everything, the, man. The, it's the, like the, crazy. The, the uh, you know, <laughs> soundtrack, the yeah. everything. <laughs> you know, there are, some, uh, there, there are some people that actually think like, uh, you know, when they say, oh, this is computer made. You think like you take a computer and you just write, open world, blah, blah, <laughs> enter. Oh, very good. There it is. Oh, yeah. but, but people think like that sometimes, you know. But I mean, that's gonna change. I, I, I don't, I don't worry too much. Like if someone says game art, and I don't even listen to that. I'm like, what? This is, it's like total bullshit. It's like saying to me, hey, I'm stupid. You want to talk to me? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's talk. <laughs> you know, but about something else. So I don't even take that seriously. You know? No, it's yeah. Uh, have you ever thought of making a movie based off of either Brothers or A Way Out? Have you ever thought of trying to adapt them to film? There has been like uh, talks about it, but I haven't thought about it seriously. It's, uh, it's nothing that like interests me right now. Right. Would, but I'm would, not saying, I haven't let go of movies totally. Yeah. I might come back to it, because like, I, I keep getting like these like, offers and stuff, so I have the possibility of doing it, but if I do it, it's going to be, again, the, the, the way I want it and yeah. the, the way I, it's going Well, it sounds done. like from a, it, it could even be a good break for you, given that you, know, you spent, f- what, four years on a way out? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, three and a half. And yeah, however yeah. many on, on Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, you know, spending a, a year, year and a half on a movie could, could, be, could be good for you. Just, it's a, uh, <laughs> it could be a good vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But no, I haven't have any plan to make. But I know that people like uh, recently some agent contact like they talk so much shit like hello blah blah. It's like it's uh, so much bullshit, man. But you you, you can you sniff tend, it out. Yeah, too, can yeah, you? you tend to love like what are you yeah. talking about? Like I remember like they even have like game agents now also. Like what do I need that for? for negotiation? I negotiate myself. I need someone like. You know, it's, it's so weird. So, but I guess it's good for some people. Well, if you don't want to have to worry about that, and you just yeah. want to write, you know, work on your game and not yeah, worry about yeah, the money yeah, probably. Side, right? No, I don't worry about but, that. But uh, like, so, I mean, yeah. What now that a way out's done? It's out in the world. Yeah. What 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 do you think is next for you? What are you going to spend the next? Uh, what are you going to spend the rest of 2018 doing? I, I have plans for for another idea, but I just have to land in my head. You know, yeah. just like have to so need some time to like really like try to figure out what's going on. But you will definitely see more do, games. Do you like to? So do you what go uh, rent a house by a lake somewhere and no, just write no, no, and escape, no. or do you just? No, you, I, I, again, like when they when the game comes out, I'm like done with it. It's like a yeah. way out is done. Oh, I'm now, saying for oh, your next game, what's what's yeah. your sort of uh, what do you wh- how are you gonna? How are you gonna I work actually live in the house by the lake. Hopefully, well, there you go. This, <laughs> yeah, hopefully when this is shown because it's been a shitty project. I had this worst contractor ever in the world. They suck. Oh, so working bad. on your house? Yeah, they suck so bad. It's crazy. I think it's gonna. I'm gonna make a movie about them when the whole <laughs> shit falls together. It's like they're so. Pisses me off just thinking that's like, about it. That's that, uh, I just got some emails and I'm like, you fucking idiots. What is this? They're like totally out of oh, like... Uh, Money Pit, the Tom Hanks yeah. movie from, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, from, the, from the 80s. I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, so uh, when we talk about this, I might like sitting in a bro- totally broken house. But hopefully I have that. But yes, it, on the next project, uh, I'll, I'll uh, uh, have an, an, an idea and a vision. But... Do you like to sit down and, and take a few hours every day to write and just write anything? No, no, no. The best, What's your process? The like? process is like I sit uh, with, with the, the designers and we sit there and we're like, okay, push this, push it. And I always try to push them. Not too many. Like well, what, in the beginning, though, like when you came up with ah. A Way Out, ah, a way how, out how does that start? You know, when you're, when you're ah, sort then, of... Then I'm sitting alone. That, yeah. That, yeah that, that, I mean, you mean the first beginning? Yes. yes. Then I'm alone sitting and like... Trying to figure out, like, how do we push this? How do we do that? What fits the story? What's this? What's that? You know? And then, like, I, I draw my beautiful uh, paintings, and then they came a professional, you know, <laughs> storyboard. Of do you like to paint, too? You? Yeah, but you saw my paintings on Twitter, if you haven't. Well, They're, like, super bad. it doesn't bad. matter. It's just the... Yeah, I mean... The, as I mean, long as you're doing it, that's Yeah, actually, my storyboard guys, they actually like... They're, like, they're way better than other directors, so I'm kind of, like... But I'm not that good. I've, I've, I've like, I've draw a lot of them but none of them has been like yeah no so uh, no, i'm not gonna be like drawing pictures in the future <laughs> so if we if we see you uh sitting maybe on a on a on a park bench in sweden somewhere uh this summer you might be you might be thinking about your next game probably yeah yeah, yeah no no the, the next game I, I i will make trust me on that yeah yeah. But I, but here's the thing, like why you can't announce or say anything about it because of course not. the idea why is not to be secret. Is that when when the idea is so fresh, you, you're you're so sensitive to uh, reactions, you know. Right. When it's strong with you here, then you are not you you, you don't worry about the reaction because yeah. right, it, it's very fragile, you know. Yes. So if like let's say I told it to you, like oh yeah, cool, you can immediately read it. Oh maybe don't like. And then you <laughs> yeah, affect, you know you what I mean. You change it. Yes, yeah. yes. So you want to keep you want to let it grow like a flower, and then it grows, and then when it have roots and then it, and like strong tree, whatever you do is gonna stay there like well, one budge. You know? Well, your your uh, your new tree is called a way out. Yes, the, the, this this tree is like really yes. stable. <laughs> so it's rooted. Yeah. It's out now. It's called a way out. Uh, it's available now on on uh, Xbox One, PS4, 
and PC. It's yeah. 30 bucks, but you get a token yeah. to play. You can give to anybody you want yeah. to play. Uh, and obviously, that's you know, you, you're know playing on the same platform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so check it out right now. The review is up on IGN as well to see what we thought of it. I'll be curious. We're recording this before we All review right. the game, so I wonder what we thought about it. <laughs> uh, but Joe Safaris, thank you so much. Thank you. Great Always to be here. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank great you. to thank see you. you. Yeah. Uh, don't wait four, year ne- four years next time. Come no, back no, soon. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. All right. For All much right. more from the best, brightest most fascinating minds in the game. I look really look, man. Such as Joseph Ferris, <laughs> who's now checking himself out in the studio monitor. <laughs> I uh, look actually sh- like I train good. What about this? <laughs> All right, nice. Be sure to look for new episodes of this uh, every month, uh, either on IGN, YouTube, or on your favorite podcast service. We'll see you next month. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure, a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and rewatch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.